In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a dark day in the midst of turbulent times. Our gospel ends with Jesus' body taken down from the cross, embalmed and laid in the tomb within a garden. A beloved friend told me of her family's Good Friday tradition to plant in the garden each year. And so after she shared that story with me, I planted a sprig of rosemary in my own yard as a fragrant reminder of God's love and of Good Friday. But delving into the history of this southeastern gardening lore, some agricultural experts say to plant potatoes on Good Friday. Once the threat of frost has passed, others say beans and peas. Regardless of what you may be sowing in the soil today when reeling in uncertainty, today is a day that I need to feel grounded. I'm even sitting on the ground right now. I need to feel connected in a palpable way. I am wanting home and shelter, home at church, home with my community, home with face-to-face -face connection of friends, home in a routine of daily life. And while I know I am so fortunate to sit at my own comfortable, safe home with my nuclear family not far away, true grounding is what I seek. This is an uncertain time, and on Good Friday, it is hard to find steady ground beneath my feet. Maybe you feel this way too. In the shadow cast by the passion of Jesus, what is the home we seek? What is the comfort we seek? Is it safety and stability? Is it familial connection and loyal friends, justice and inequality? In the gospel account we just experienced, there is very little of any of these. We find judgment and denial, persecution and loss, and the story ends at the tomb. However, I want to highlight two details of this story. First, what Pilate sought, what the priests sought, what the crowd sought, was the assurance of God's presence among them. I believe they were seeking God. Each of them was genuinely curious. Now, what would they do with the confirmation of Jesus as God's promised and foretold son, divine and human? Well, each reaction would have been very different with varying levels of threat and unrest. And yet at the heart of their quest and what we are seeking at this uncertain time is God. Second, love prevails in this story. It's not just through Jesus's defeat of death, through his resurrection and ascension, which is its own source of awe and wonder. But before that, let us take note that John, who wrote this gospel, remembers the love Jesus has for his family and his friends. We hear those tender words from Jesus to his mother. Woman, here is your son. And to his beloved disciple, here is your mother. 
This is a tender, intimate, and intentional act by Jesus, though he is immobilized upon the cross. An adoption of sorts takes place. There is a surrendering of the past that was home. There is a transferring of love and there is a promise for continued care. Said in a different way, Jesus ensures that the continuity of human connection serves as a tangible reminder of his love and of God's love in the midst of grief and loss. Friends, a comfortable blanket, gardening, or a bicycle ride cannot bring us the true and sustained grounding we long to experience. Less healthy choices we use to dull our sensibilities to the emptiness don't work either. Only continued faith in God can begin to fill the hole in our lives. And right now, for many of us, this is hard. Looking at illness and death, isolation and financial instability, hunger and peril, there is not much good news around. The people of Jesus' time could have shared some of these feelings as they stood looking at their martyred son and friend, devastated. And so what is it that we do now? Sometimes the gift of our scripture invites us to look back as we search for the way forward. The reading today from Hebrews gives us direction toward the next right thing. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who has promised is faithful and let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, but encouraging one another. Hold tightly to hope in our God who is faithful and be genuinely curious as you seek God. Resist reacting in fear. Be grounded in prayer and thanksgiving. Keep showing love and encouragement to those around you. Remember, human connections are tangible reminders of God's love in the midst of grief and loss. And those connections are with our nuclear family and the wider human family. The presiding bishop, Michael Curry, shared a video message for Good Friday and he closed with these words, and I pass them along to you. God bless you. God love you. And may God hold us all, the entire human family of God, in those almighty hands of love. Amen.